live from the heart of Los Angeles. This is the online edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright lights. Look at the bright With tonight's guest, transformation coach and social entrepreneur, Eve Stoyan. Look at the night sky. Look at the night sky. And performance guest, Katie Ferrara. I am Mark Lejeune, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. I am excited to be here. And I know I'm always excited to be here, but I mean that today in so many ways, and in particular, like to be here because I didn't know if I was going to be here. As of this morning, I wasn't sure where I would be. I was either going to be in the air flying or I was going to be at an airport, a very loud and uh, a big international airport with tens of thousands of people uh, literally stranded uh, along with me or I along with them. So I am excited to be here. And it, it's interesting in, in so many ways. So I, I was traveling on the East Coast and there were flight cancellations after flight cancellations. Uh, something was going on. And I was about 15 hours into my journey of uh, different flights. And I was actually at that point further away from where I had started uh, and to where I was going. And it was 3.30 in the morning at that point. And, uh, and it looked like it was going to be about a 24-hour journey by the time I got to be back and ready to go. Uh, ended up being a 33-hour journey, actually. Interesting number. And, and that was thanks to a lot of miracles because it looked like it could have been at least a 48-hour experience. So at about 3.33, literally 3.33 in the morning, this is interesting, I'm only noting this now, uh, I sent Eve, our guest, a text saying, can we do our pre-show call now? It was her early mornings. And I, I said, because I think I'm going to be in the air uh, when, when, uh, when we're supposed to have it. And so like Eve, she said yes right away. And so by four o'clock we were having a conversation, which turned out to be really, really important. And it's also interesting because it's now four o'clock in the morning, her time. And she said yes to that, to have this conversation with us. So all of that being said, it, in a way, it was really perfect to have that conversation uh, on the floor of this international airport. And so this is, this is for so many reasons, for so many reasons. And, and one, one in particular, uh, th th I, was, I was saying to her, there are many reasons, uh, or there are many times that we feel like we're experiencing something or think we're experiencing uh, an unapologetically vibrant and alive life, which is the title of our show. And that is when things are going well and we're excited in the moment or whatever. But when things aren't going well, and people are sleepless and tired and hungry and don't know when they're going to get home and da, 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 uh, and so much uncertainty. And uh, how can we experience that vibrant and alive life? And we talked about some really interesting things. This is so important because, or not just because, airport delays do happen. Uh, but especially right now in the world with so much going on, 
and and people experiencing these same kind of feelings as if we're on our way someplace and not knowing if we're going to get there, when we're going to get there, how long it's going to take. And, and so many of us are tired and sleepless and maybe even hungry. So uh, I can't wait to dig in and I'm excited to have this conversation with Eve in just a moment. I think we should title today's monologue Flight Changes. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, those are uh, those are those are big tests, and uh, and I can't think of a better guest to be able to uh, to be able to take us forward on that in terms of change and transformation and 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 sharing. Uh, I'm so excited to have Eve joining us. We have a history and a long enduring friendship and have been through and watched each other's changes and growth and uh, she's been a big fan and supporter of the show and so it's really exciting to to showcase what she's up to today and all the great work that she's doing with her platform well she is a transformation coach and a social entrepreneur uh, we are happy to have our interview guests on the show eve stoyan welcome eve to the life changes show Thank you, Filippo, and thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. I, I'm feeling for you, and yet you said yes, and you knew what you were getting into. Thank you so much. It's 4 o'clock in the morning, your time, and and I'm excited because you said yes to that. Then you said yes to let's have a pre-show call. You, you seem to be a yes person. Oh, my God. Like, totally. Well, you know, I like yeses, and um, I like yeses because that's our power that's our creative power to to do something memorable you know if i was sleeping right now then this would be just another early to tuesday morning and i probably wouldn't remember it in like whatever a year's time but you know we're here having this conversation and isn't that amazing and i'm definitely going to remember it in a year's time so yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in both uh opportunities showing up at the right time as well as us putting all our energy into this and infusing it into into turning it into memories and you know that has to be something emotionally charged so this is great i'm excited <laughs> well thank you and actually i remember during our call uh, that you said when you say yes and and go through certain experiences and and that's even in the situation of me being at the airport when we say yes to this moment because it is then we know on the other side of it, or we allow ourselves to be an even different person. We don't know what that person is going to be, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think that when, when we say yes, we basically open up possibility. The situations come our way no matter what. Life throws all kinds of stuff at you. But our saying yes opens up the possibility for us to see what could be in it for us what we could experience, whom we could meet, uh, what type of conversations we could have, life-changing conversations very often. So, you know, I like to say yes, because yes empowers me to see what else is there in the situation for me. How can I grow through this? And who can I become through this opportunity or, or, or this change, whatever is coming my way? But I, I know it's not always easy to see it that way. You know, I, I am conscious of the fact that, you know, many of the changes that come our way are challenging and need some reframing for us to be able to, to see them in, in that positive light. 
And and that's what you were highlighting. Uh, so you use the analogy of the airport because that's where I was. But in in this life, uh, th there are things that are happening, and we may not have wanted them, or they might not be happening like we want to. And and we might want to change them, which is great. In the meantime, something is happening, and you encourage people to stop and see what else is there. Like how do you how do you say that? Absolutely, life is a journey as much as that sounds as a cliche and we we don't get to choose you know we we basically go through all of these things that will end up shaping our life story what we do get to choose is how we want to respond to them and what reality we want to create together with them so that's that is our freedom and i always encourage people in in terms of transformation you know i think in the at the end of the day every experience, every situation is transformational. And it's only up to us to what extent we will want to make it uh, transformational. So it's it's in our hands to open up to seeing the possibilities. If my attitude in, in any given situation would be one of, uh, why is this happening to me? You know, why me again? Others have it easier. You know, those that, that type of thinking blocks us from seeing what could be in the situation for us so i know it's not easy to reframe but you know reframing is really really worth it and reframing in a way is an act of love an act of self-love an act of giving myself that chance to turn my life into into a different kind of story to write my own narrative and to tell a story that i actually enjoy a story of agency a story of 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 choosing what I want to experience and and you know how how I want this to to turn out for me. So you work primarily with women, helping them design a life lived from the heart, and that makes them feel truly alive. Hence our episode title: Experience an unapologetically vibrant and alive life. So what? Where did that desire come from for you? Um, you know, I think it kind of more more than the desire showing up, it kind of the purpose found me like so often with purpose uh, in life, it comes and finds you. I, I was running my own business uh, in Mallorca, which is a beautiful business jewel of an island in the Mediterranean Mediterranean it's it's gorgeous like really beautiful worth looking up and and in that business was centered on holistic wellness uh I had personal trainers on the team we did coaching we did nutritional coaching uh and I I felt like there was a need for something more I had a little opening, you know, and like life has it. I uh, came across someone and had a random conversation with someone uh, about a possible co collaboration. And it was another one of those funny meetings. Uh, we were going to have a meeting to have a deeper conversation. So I, you know, I went at the time and place. Uh, I went to the time and place that we agreed and the person didn't show up. So hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, well, you know, might as well do something. And I started uh, just yelling down ideas. And I realized that all of a sudden I was looking at this structure of change that was like a spiral, you know, like a beautiful spiral, energetic movement of change uh, that 
people could apply in their lives to creating change once and again in a sustainable way, in a mindful way. So later on, it turned out that the person didn't show up because our meeting was supposed to happen a week later. So I was about a week early to it, as you have it with a special (laughs) moments in life. (laughs) But, you know, I started working with it and I didn't actively choose to work with them because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, gender, I think, is something that doesn't influence as many things in life as as we often think. Uh, but it ended up being that way, that that mm, people identifying as women ended up being more uh, among my clients than others. And, you know, it's it is I believe that whenever, you know, and how, uh, throughout our entire life, whenever we can work with blueprints, that make it easier for us to transform, that make it easier for us to to be used to this constant movement, then that will make our journey just all the more pleasant and all the more easy. And you're saying we all can create that blueprint or roadmap, as you say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Transformation is a muscle. You know, when, when we are little, we are we we just take it like you know when when you're a baby and you start to take your first steps you're still between crawling and taking the first steps so you take your first steps and then inevitably you fall no no one no one says that no you know what this ain't this isn't for me you know i i just won't change anymore i'll just stay with the crawling you know as kids we seek transformation we, we seek learning, we seek new situations, we, we've got that curiosity. And as we get older, I think partially it's also societal pressure and partially it's just, you know, how the p- patterns we fall into. We stop consciously and proactively changing. And life doesn't follow that pattern. Life keeps on changing and keeps throwing situations at us that are challenging. So if we are willing and we aren't seeking to go with those those changes, if we aren't seeking to, to keep this flow of transformation going, then it can become really difficult. But yes, transformation is a muscle. So we absolutely, all of us, can exercise it and we can get more comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that every life change that can come your way will be inspiring and will be all rainbows and unicorns, but you can get more comfortable with your transformation skills to make the best out of every situation and to create that life that makes you feel fully and unapologetically alive in every moment. So baby steps, right? Or how do you say it? Absolutely. Baby steps and everyday steps, because much of the transformation magic is everyday steps uh you know we're so used to the movies right that there is a the hero's journey there is a big hardship and then there's this huge resolution moment and you know the hero makes it and we're all happy in my experience all in an hour and a half by the way Oh, absolutely. Even though, you know, these these days it's often two hours and a half, and I don't know whether I'm getting older or just less patient. <laughs> but you know, totally. And the funny thing is that um 
we're obsessed with the outcome and we're obsessed with telling success stories. Mm, mm. We don't tell stories. Mm. We tell success stories. So we we tell the story once the hero has succeeded, but you know, we you rarely actually get the chance to talk to someone while they are creating mm-hmm. their hero's journey, while while they're on their success story. You you rarely get to connect with them and 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 tap into their inspiration and see their healing in action. And you know, that is healing can be messy. My God, this these everyday, small everyday actions that we do to transform, they can look like someone barely keeping their head above water, but that's the alchemy of change. That is where the magic is happening. That is where a extraordinary story is in the making. This is interesting. I don't know that I've ever put this together. And so if if not, thank you for inspiring it, Eve. Uh, you have made me thought think how we have Hollywoodized the way we tell our stories. And, and also like uh, taking selfies. Uh, so many teens would take many, many selfies until they get the perfect one. And then that's the one that they present. And so we've presented ourselves in that way. And so when stories are told of CEOs or uh, business owners or, or what have you, they are success stories. And those are the ones that make it to TV. But if we were in community, we would get to see that community member struggle and work hard or have their not so fun days, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if that was the case, there would be so much less anxiety and depression wow. in this world. You know, we are obsessed and addicted to positive stories. And in that that is just not how the world works you know the the world works nature works in patterns in cycles uh it isn't always pretty and uh one of the things that i always uh put a lot of attention on with clients and it's actually one of the steps of the process that i created on that day when uh my meeting partner didn't show up so i created a seven step uh change process and one of the steps is about the story you never tell. If you think about it, we tell all kinds of stories throughout our day. You know, we are storytelling creatures. We tell the stories of our fears. We tell the stories of our successes, of our joys, what we did on the weekends, the vacation we want to go on, the next car we want to buy, what have you, you know, depending on how, how material the person is. But there is one story that barely any of us ever tells, and that is the story of now, the story of what you have today, of your active agency, of all the areas in your life that are working well, of all the things where you have agency, where you can create change today, of all the people who appreciate you, all the people who smile at you today, or who are grateful for your presence in their lives of all the things that you have done today, no matter how small, that were kind to others and to yourself. And to turning up the volume on that story is empowering mm. because that's nurturing. That's, you know, this is, for me, this is mindfulness. This is what we do 
to empower our process of change. And it's it's vital. It's absolutely important because, yes, we're going to have the breakthroughs. Yes, we're going to have those big moments where we achieve meaningful change and it becomes very visible to, to both ourselves and our environment. But in order to get there, these small everyday acts of nurturing ourselves, of appreciating what is happening, uh, what is already working really well in our life, what we want to make great, but what is already there and good, that is that is essential. Mm. Mm. Well, we are speaking with Eve Stoyan, and this episode is Experience an Unapologetic, Vibrant, and Alive Life. And so, Eve, when we come back, you make the distinction between alive and autopilot. So I'd like to talk about that. If you are enjoying what you are hearing and even more so want to uh, uh, take your work to the next level with Eve directly, you can go to Eve Stoyan, Eve E-V-E, Stoyan, S-T-O-Y-A-N.com, EveStoyan.com. And she's also on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, as Eve Stoyan. And Eve, we've actually put the link to your Alive program on the website, but for some reason it's not showing yet. So it will be there. I think it's just forward slash, it's EveStoyan.com forward slash Alive? That's correct. Okay. Simple as that. So it'll be on our website, but it's uh, evestoyan.com forward slash alive. So we'll be talking a little bit more with Eve uh, when we come back. Little after that, we will have our Ask Dorothy segment. And then we have Katie Ferrara on the Life Changes show as our performance guest, all on the show after this. Want to connect with amazing people who are committed to making a difference? From the Heart Tribe is a platform, community, and movement with the purpose of bringing like-minded humans together to help animals and the environment in order to gain a stronger connection and understanding of the world around us. They are dedicated to effectuating positive change by empowering individuals to organize meaningful and engaging experiences that build compassion for animals and the natural environment. Their founders' and members' passion is to inspire others to actively get involved in their homes, their communities, and the world to raise awareness about the issues we face, and most of all, to be part of the solution. Through their efforts, they have also accomplished some amazing and tangible achievements. Their pickup for Paradise Beach cleanups have collected over 50,000 pieces of foreign debris. And also, thanks to animal rescue and recovery volunteers, over 30% of the volunteers have become vegan or reduced their meat intake. Daily habits make a big difference. Please join any of their upcoming events by going to FTHT.org and signing up for their newsletter. You can also follow on Instagram and Facebook at From the Heart Tribe. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. 
Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to a conversation that matters on the Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. Experience an unapologetically vibrant and alive life. This is episode 749 of the Life Changes Show, and we are speaking with transformation coach and social entrepreneur, Eve Stoyan. Eve, I uh, had to laugh when I recalled that you told a story about a study, a study that we don't necessarily condone, uh, but the results were interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, you know, Filippo, <laughs> you have to remind me which study. Oh, yes, I know. It was early morning for you. Does not remember. <laughs> I only remember because I wrote it down. St <laughs> the pouring water on the pavement. Oh my God. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. You know, there are some, okay. Yes. We, we, we don't necessarily agree with the method. Um, <laughs> I read this one study where the, the research team basically uh, poured water on the pavement in winter, uh, waited for it to freeze and observed people walking onto it. And um, what they wanted to see was how people react when they're sudden a certain moment of adversity or uncertainty. So basically when they slip. And what happened was that most people looked around. Their first, very first action was looking around. Who did this? Who did this? Who saw this? So they were basically looking for who's responsible and you know whose fault is this? And do I need to be ashamed? And those two things, you know, shame, Brene Brown talks about this uh, in, in such amazing and, and she has so much, such a deep knowledge about, uh, has done so much research about shame. Um, you know, the, these are powerful, you know, both shame as, uh, as in her research, as well as uh, just looking around to assign blame. They're very basic human behaviors. And often when we face adversity, the first the first response is shame or blame, but there is so much more to situations when we look beyond that. And, you know, I'm working on a book uh, that's due out in the beginning of next year that's all about being fierce and how we react in these situations. And my experience, both my personal experience and my experience with my clients throughout all these past years is that how we choose to react, whether we activate that fierce inner power that makes us feel truly alive, that's going to determine how we will write out our story. And our story will be ultimately will be our legacy. It is our legacy. You know, your legacy isn't whether you've written a book or given a, a lecture all around the world or whether you were on live TV with Oprah. Your legacy is the life that you create 
and how you've lived your days, how you felt, whether you felt connected and empowered and, and present and beautifully, deeply present and alive every day, and whether your connections to others have been reflecting this feeling. So, you know, legacy for me is very important. And I believe that when we embrace that fierceness, when we em embrace that inner power and allow it to infuse every act and every, every decision that we take in our lives, every response to adversity that will inevitably show up, then we can create a life of meaning and of purpose. Hmm. Okay, so living a life that makes you feel alive versus on autopilot. Oh, wow. You know, what I'm observing, and I don't know whether this is true for you, uh, what I see in my environment is that so many of us are living on autopilot. Mm. You know, we're complaining about robots and AI and what might come. And the world is filled with people who are on autopilot, who are not truly showing up, who are not truly present. You know, there's a question that I like to use in, in, in our first sessions when I start to work with someone. And that is, you know, if you close your eyes for a moment and you take a couple of deep breaths and you put your hand on your heart to have one of those deeply honest moments and you think, is your life everything you ever wanted? If you actually have the courage to show up for yourself and be honest about it, you know, that answer says it all. Because very often things are good. You know, for many people, luckily, what they can open up to change is not tragedy. It's not, not that they're not doing well. You know, there are many people out there who are okay, who go about their jobs, have their family, have their mortgage, uh, have a safe home, you know. But do you truly feel alive? Is that is this everything you ever imagined for yourself? Is this everything you've ever wanted to experience? And, you know, if the answer is even a little bit, a tiny, tiny little bit, no, I encourage people to go after change and to seek out transformation because you can have a life that feels alive in every moment. And, and you know, you don't need, again, you don't need to think huge things like getting uh, an important promotion or moving abroad or, you know, that's not what it's about. It's about creating deeply nurturing relationships, interactions that fire you up, that inspire you, that make you want to jump out of bed. It's about creating healthy boundaries that allow you to have mutually respectful and, and equitable relationships. And it is about doing things throughout the, your day that have you connected to your purpose, that make you feel that what you do and who you are matters, that your journey matters. Nice. Nice. Uh, Evelyn, we just have a couple minutes left in this portion of our show and I know you wanted to share with us what happens in the Alive program and by the way the link is there I just didn't scroll up high enough um, so it's there uh, all right so Alive program tell us real quickly about this nine-week program that you have 
So this is a program that I created to bring about instant change. Nine weeks, uh, in my experience, we've run this through with several people. Nine weeks is a time that is long enough to start to instill new habits and new ways of thinking, new thought patterns. And, and, and at the same time, isn't so long as to as to lose your patience with it. I'm I'm not a very patient person. I like inspiration and you know, life is a journey. But hey, let's see uh that shift quick enough to to keep stay motivated. And this is an online program where I connect with people via uh Google Meet or Zoom, you know, uh on in the time slot that works for both of us. And it's a series of uh both individual coaching sessions as well as other um, breath work, meditation, uh, gentle movement and stretching that accompany change. Uh, throughout these years of having my own business and having the, the holistic wellness studios, I realized that people often change better when there's a physical component as well. Some people find it easier to go through the soul and the mind and others find it easier to go through the body and the physical reality. So I like to work on, on all of those. And in the time of the nine weeks, I guide people through different steps in this spiral of change that basically allows them to create a different type of mindset, to embrace change and to map out a different type of reality. By the end of the nine weeks, they walk away with something that's similar to a business plan, but it's an, an inspired life design. It's a roadmap that they can take with them. And that is not just about implementing change, but that can serve them in any situation, half a year from now, five years from now, to go back to what really matters to them, you know, what their priorities are, what their values are, and recreate change in that setting. So ultimately, we create a blueprint uh, for change and a blueprint for redesigning your life every time you need to or you want to, to create a vibrant uh, and, and fully alive life. And there it is. So it's Eve Stoyan on Instagram and Facebook and evestoyan.com, E-V-E-S-T-O-Y-A-N.com and slash alive uh, for that program. Uh, what a pleasure getting to speak with you and, and, and he hear what you have to say. I know you like to share meaningful conversations with family and friends, speaking of values. Well, thank you for sharing this conversation that matters here on the Life Changes Show. Eve. Thank you so much, Filippo, and thank you to the whole team. This has been beautiful and, and, and absolutely lovely with all the threes and the fours and how we all brought it together. <laughs> what a journey we've had. What a journey. <laughs> well, uh, so with that, uh, with a big thank you to Eve Stoyan, uh, with that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, this is Dolores from Los Angeles. I'm grateful for your assistance in the past and can really use some great advice right now. I will be going to a family reunion in a few weeks and once again will be involved with my two brothers. I love them both very much and they always treat me with great respect. The challenge I have is that they dislike one another intensely and this causes friction for the rest of the family. I have tried and tried for over 40 years now to get them to make peace with one another and they refuse to. What can I do to make this reunion more pleasant for all concerned by getting them to be kind to one another? My dear Dolores, you are an amazing being and your unconditionally loving ways are what probably contribute to your great relationships with your siblings. 
However, I ask you to please remember that it is not your job to fix them. The truth is that you may never know what happened between the two of them to bring about the intense dislike they have for one another. Very few people know their own stories, much less the stories of our loved ones. Perhaps the very best you can do is to simply be your amazing self and stay away from your need to bring peace between the two of them. I lovingly suggest that you focus on the other family members and enjoy the time you have together. One thing that may help you have a more peaceful reunion is to simply give prayers of gratitude for this being the best reunion ever. I suggest saying thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for assisting us in co-creating a mutually beneficial and loving reunion for all of us. You might also check out an excellent post blog by Mark and Angel at www.mark.com and angel.com 10 things to remember about toxic family members mark and angel offer excellent advice in this post and i trust that it will assist you in coming to a better understanding of how to handle toxic siblings and in the meantime do your best to remain at peace and be excited about getting to see and interact with your loved ones and if any of you out there have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Katie Ferrara, here on the Life Changes Show, right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com.
You are listening to a conversation that matters on the Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. We are back, and as our performance guest, we have award-winning singer-songwriter Katie Ferrara. Welcome, Katie, to the Life Changes Show. Hello, Filippo. Thank you for having me. I, you know, I know we wanted you uh, before when uh, Trevon uh, first introduced us. I should say thank you, Trevon McClure, to, for introducing us to the great Katie Ferrara. Uh, so we wanted you on before, but this was a show you needed to be on because everything you talked about with me was <laughs> was mentioned, right, by Eve Stoyan. Yeah, it's so crazy how that worked out. <laughs> so, you know what, I'm just going to let you start. Like, what what hit home? Oh, and, and what Eve said? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to touch upon that. Well, I love what she said about we create our own roadmap or blueprint um and i loved what you said about life it keeps on changing and you have to go with the changes and the flow of transformation um baby steps um also about what you said in response uh, we've hollywoodized the way that we tell our stories mm. i think this is so true with social media because everyone wants to show only the good side of them. And, and, and I, I love that you, you asked me to be on the show. I, I, I'm so um, honored that you asked me, but I'm not a perfect person at all. I'm like one of those people that are undergoing a change at this very moment. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to share my story, but I don't know if I'm successful. That's the thing. I, I think I'm, I'm still, I'm still on my journey. So maybe I'm, I'm the right person for this Segment. And I think that's the point of what we've been talking about and, and how you're sharing uh, that you're on your journey. You share your journey through music and in videos and you you come you you, you made that blueprint as a child, actually. Yes. Um, well, I guess I was inspired to be an artist because of the experiences I had when I was a kid. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up. Well, my, my parents, um, they, well, my mom is from another country. She's from England and she came over here and met my dad and my, my dad had was sick for most of my childhood. Um, we didn't really make a lot of money. And so in the back of my mind, I always thought, well, I can't be an artist. I can't pursue this because you have to be successful in life. You have to have a steady income and, and. I didn't really know how to put two and two together, but, but also growing up, I was very shy. You know, I, um, I, I didn't really speak up a lot in class. Um, I was told that I was shy to my face and I felt like people tried to put me in a box. You know, um, I remember being in like fourth grade and my teacher, um, telling me I had to be a monkey in, um, it was what was the play that we did? It was like, oh, it was Peter Pan. And I'm like, there's no monkey in Peter Pan. Oh no. <laughs> I think she ran out of parts. And I always wanted the lead role in the play. And and I knew that I could do a good job. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting for my teacher just to say, I want you to try this part. 
but I, I was never given that part. And then I remember being 17 and I joined play production and the teacher, um, we were doing Macbeth and I, I really wanted a lead role, you know, and, and I was never chosen. I ended up being a singer, actually. It's kind of funny because, you know, that, that was part of my journey in, in starting music. Um, but I, I never had a lead role in the play. And I just thought this would have been a wonderful opportunity for me to, you know, learn how to uh, be the lead role in the play. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's so metaphorical because uh, we talked about, I mean, Eve was talking about um, being on autopilot and, I think I had all these experiences of people telling me that I was a certain way and I had to act a certain way when I was a kid and growing up and I was sick and tired of it. And when I became an adult, you know, when I turned 18, um, you know, I went to college and I had all this freedom. I, I decided I don't want this to be my story. I, I want to express myself and, and music was one of those things uh, where I could express myself. I remember my my choir teacher, actually, I, I wanted to give a, a shout out to her. Her name is Rachel Lee. And she gave me a, a solo uh, when I was 17. And um, I, I sang in front of a bunch of people and, and I felt that I could really be myself. And that I think it really catapulted me uh, into music because I love the feeling that it gave me. It was very, very empowering. And so when I got to college, I was, you know, playing guitar and uh, writing my own songs. And I, I graduated and 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 I took a big risk. I, I like went to the UK and um, decided to pursue music over there. And it was so empowering because, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't being put in a box again by by the people by my friends. Um, you know, also some of the challenges I experienced. As a teenager, uh, with bullying, I remember, um, I won't get into details, but I, I just feel that I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. It was, it was very difficult. And I, I think it was because I, I didn't have opportunities where I could communicate with other people. A lot of, um, connection I've, I found has come from performing, you know, um, be, being a live performer, uh, not only do I, get to um express my emotions through the music but i i i've learned how to put myself out there and introduce myself to a new person during a performance and i feel that that has given me such a great opportunity to do that um outside of my upbringing you've done that in a in a really powerful way actually so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that actually after we hear a song because it is powerful uh so we're going to hear Wolf Cry. Now that sounds very special. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's listen to it. Well, you don't want to tell us anything about it? You don't have to. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I can I can talk about it. Now. I wasn't sure if you wanted to play yeah, it now. Yeah, really quick, yeah. Yeah, um so that song is about um getting in touch with your intuition and um it's about listening to your truth and um, calling uh, upon other people um, to join you in expressing your truth. And that's all I'm going to say. I want the song nice. to speak for itself. Nice. Well, this is a pre-recorded version of Katie Ferrari's uh, Ferrara's 
uh, uh, song Wolf Cry here on the Life Changes Show. Katie Ferrara, that's Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Ferrara, F-E-R-R-A-R-A. Thank you, Katie, for sharing that with us. And uh, for those who uh, are enjoying this, katieferrara.com is where you can learn more about Katie. Or Instagram and Facebook is Katie Ferrara Music. Now, we have all her links, including Spotify and a YouTube video of hers. You'll want to check it out at lifechangesshow.com on Katie's page there. And uh, Katie, uh, no pun intended, but... (laughs) 
you kind of threw yourself into the by the way i love the the message in that song you kind of threw yourself in the wolves den as a performer how did you do that exactly well that's such a good question um <laughs> well i i started as a street performer i, I always tell the story um but it, it was a decision i made in 2013 i think about 10 years ago or nine years ago, I can't remember, 13 or 14, um, I decided to perform on the Santa Monica Promenade in LA. And it's the best decision of my life. Wow. Um, I, I made $100 within two hours, which at that time before inflation was wow. a lot of money. And it, it was so um, empowering because, you know, in, in LA, so many artists are, trying to be seen in the music scene and you know we've we've played these pay-to-play venues on the sunset strip where you have to sell tickets and i got sick of that and i i started playing and immediately people were coming up to me buying my cds and i was having conversations i was having actual connections with people which is something i i was missing from playing in these venues wow wow uh, and and good for you. And so, what you say before we hear your next song, uh, you want to transform all your stuff from growing up. This sounds like a blueprint for me. For me, this sounds like a blueprint. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a blueprint. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I I can see that now. So, what you actually said was, you want to transform all your stuff from growing up to now and so what's now so now i would like to break out of my shell even more than i have in the past i mean i i think music was a start and i i wanted to touch upon the fact that i i think we we go through cycles like i i formed a new identity i decided to become a street performer musician and now I'm kind of at a point in my life where I'm like, well, I have to have a new identity. I'm getting older. And I feel that, um, you know, what, what does that look like? Maybe in the future, I want to become a mother. Maybe I want to change careers again. I don't, I don't know. All I do know is that, you know, there's, there's certain hurdles that I, I still need to overcome. Um, and I think social media has to do with, it has to do with the next song that you're probably going to play yeah let's do um, it lost in the yeah. wires lost in the wires so what about it well i think as an artist uh it's it's incredibly important to us to our image um but that's not entirely who who we are i mean that's it's it touches upon you know the hollywoodizing of our success stories it's it's um real connection with people is more than just they like it's more than just, uh, you know, seeing pictures of people online. It's actual face-to-face -face conversations. And it's, again, overcoming that fear of, are people going to accept me for who I am? And that takes a lot of effort. And uh, the song is just about, you know, our addiction to um, technology and finding a sense of connection with each other outside of that. Okay, well, here's Katie Ferrara's 
pre-recorded version of her song Lost in the Wires here on the Life Changes Show.
Katie Ferrara. Katie, thank you so much. Find Katie at katieferrara.com and Katie Ferrara Music for social media. And we have more links for Katie Ferrara on our website, uh, lifechangesshow.com. Katie, at the beginning of this conversation, you said something about, I, I don't know that I'm successful. Well, I can't speak to the world's definition of success or even yours, but I can speak to mine when I know that your life path it has been a struggle of being authentic. Well, it seems to me you've been successful at being authentic. So thank you for sharing your successful, authentic self with us. Tonight. Thank you so much, Filippo. And and I just wanted to give a shout out to Trevin because uh, I wouldn't be here without him and, and also to Eve for her, her wonderful words of inspiration. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Yes. And a big thank you again to Eve Stoyan and to Katie Ferrara for helping make this show so special today. And what a special show indeed. So that is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our executive producer and co-host, Mark Lejeur, I am your host, Filippo, uh, reminding you, <laughs> I'm going to go to bed right after the show. I haven't slept. Reminding you, and, and you too, uh, Eve, uh, reminding you that uh, as life changes, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.